Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Tuesday, June the 6th. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 11, verses 29, verses 20 through 24. Matthew, chapter 11, verses 20 through 24. <clears throat> and today, of course, is June the 6th. And it is a reminder of D-Day, the invasion of Europe by the Allied forces and the beginning of the end of Germany's Nazi rule, the rule of Adolf Hitler, and the great terror and suffering that was caused for those many years with such tremendous loss of human life, so many young lives and not so young lives families, loved ones, not to mention property, uh, land, and uh, cities, whole ways of life that were really profoundly uh, changed in the aftermath and during World War II and the tremendous evil of Nazism and that belief in a superior race, an ideology that left no place for God at all, and attack churches and people of faith, the belief in freedom, human dignity, the transcendent truth of Almighty God, and the ability of human beings to live at peace with one another and to work together in a community of nations, which has plagued humanity since almost the beginning, when sin entered the world. And so today we also pause to remember all of those who sacrificed so much for the cause of freedom, of human dignity, the sacredness of life, the rule of law, and the ability of working together as God's family, the division of nations, which is very much with us, even more so today with the tremendous weapons that we have to obliterate entire continents, if not the the earth itself, with these terrible weapons. And so we must lift our minds and hearts today in prayer for those in authority and of influence who control so much power and pray that that never has to be used again, ever again. Uh, And so uh, our reading this morning on this June the 6th, the reading is very uh, appropriate, very appropriate. Uh, Jesus uh, begins to reproach the towns where many of his miracles had been worked. In fact, Matthew tells us most of his miracles had been worked with their failure to reform. The people failed to reform. And Jesus doesn't mince words with them. He says to them, it will go ill with you, Sharazim, and just as ill with you, Bethsaida. If the miracles worked in you had taken place in Tyre and Sidon, 
they would have reformed in sackcloth and ashes long ago. I assure you, it will go easier for Tyre and Sidon than for you on the day of judgment. As for you, Capernaum, are you to be exalted to the skies? You shall go down to the realm of death. If the miracles worked in you had taken place in Sodom, it would be standing today. I assure you, it will go easier for Sodom than for you on the day of judgment. Now these words are ominous words. They're very sobering words. They're a call to repent and reform. And in many ways, those words speak to us across the millennia for our own country, where we have been given so much in the United States, so much in abundance, materially, uh, economically, a way of life that we have enjoyed for over 250 years, more, of freedom. And that freedom comes at a price. It comes at eternal vigilance, but it comes with a moral and spiritual foundation. And that moral and spiritual foundation in the Judeo-Christian ethic, in the teachings of the Bible, in the Christian faith, these principles are under severe attack today, especially as it relates to marriage, the family, the dignity of human life, and all of those things that serve as the moral and spiritual foundation. You can be economically rich. You can be militarily powerful. You can be expanding over the whole globe and yet corrupt. And the foundation will not hold and will not last. History teaches us that. Almighty God teaches us that. Today we see the tremendous undermining of our moral and spiritual foundation in our society today, especially as it relates to the family and of the sacredness of life and of young people today and the undermining that's taking place in our educational systems with things such as critical race theory, transgenderism, of the destroying and undermining of family, parental authority, the sacredness of life in the womb and at the point of death as we continue with abortion and euthanasia, continue to underline marriage as between one man and one woman, the importance of children, the importance of human life, and all of those things which form the spiritual and moral foundation of our society. We cannot advance, we cannot endure if those are corrupted and laid aside for various worldly ideologies that we see are present today in our society and all around us 
And we as Christians in our own way, individually, as well as collectively in the churches and in our country, we must hold fast and be vigilant and persevere in what God has revealed to us because we are not exempt to whom much is given, much is expected. And we have been given much. We have fought for much. Let us remember June the 6th, wars that were fought, and the cause of righteousness, and the cause of preserving human dignity, the sacredness of life, of justice, and of just laws, of the preservation of the moral and spiritual foundations, which are essential to the American way of life, which are essential to human dignity, human life. And when those began to be corroded, when the family is undermined as the basic unit of society, the sacredness of marriage, the welcoming of children, the caring for the sick and the suffering and the dying, all of those things, when we began to forget those, we are becoming in serious moral and spiritual decay. And so today is not only a day of remembering, it should also be a day of prayer, that indeed our minds and hearts may be touched by God's grace and the Holy Spirit, and we may repent and reform. We may change our ways and return to the Lord. For that's what the Lord desires, for us to return. Return to him in his mercy and his forgiveness to be reconciled to the Lord. So let us today set aside some precious time and pray that we ourselves may examine our own conscience, our own lives, and see if we are in need of reform. And by God's grace, we can, if we can but repent from our hearts. For indeed, all of the miracles that Jesus worked in Tyre, in Sidon, uh, in uh, Capernaum, in the various regions around there, uh, around Jerusalem, and in the surrounding areas, God has worked those miracles in us, in our everyday lives. We don't want to be condemned as having those those manifestations of God's presence and grace and simply turned away. For Jesus tells them, Jesus tells the people uh, that it, if it, that had happened in Sodom, you know the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, if that had happened there, they would still be living. The cities would still be there. They'd be prospering, developing, and growing. But they refused, and they were destroyed. The great empires, Nazism, supposed to last for a thousand years. Well, thank God it didn't. And yet, the root and foundation of that war was the preservation of what God had revealed 
about human life, of the human dignity, of justice, and of all that, that God revealed as the truth about human existence and about living together. So let us today set some precious time aside and pray that those in authority and those of influence in our country and around the world may repent and reform and turn to the Lord. Be touched by the Holy Spirit. The evil one will be restrained, rejected, and driven out. And God's holy covenant of life and of love, of justice and of true peace may reign on God's earth. God requires us, invites us, calls us to be part of that reform and restoration, that renewal. Let us do our own part, in our own way, in lifting our minds and hearts to God at prayer on this special Tuesday, June the 6th. God bless you.